HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market, a dynamic leader in the quality food business, a mission-driven company that aims to set the standards of excellence for food retailers. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. listening to Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and it's a beautiful fall, um, crisp fall afternoon in Brooklyn. And uh, today I'm joined by a lovely lady, and she is a food bro- She has a few uh, similarities with me. She is also a food blogger. She writes the ABCDs of cooking.blogspot.com. Check it out. And she is also a radio host or she does a lot of radio interviews at uh, Block... Sorry, what's it called again? Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Her name is Chitra Agra... Ah! I can't say it. Chitra Agrawal. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's really not that hard to say. <laughs> um, so her blog is called The ABCDs of Cooking. And um, if you're not aware of uh, what that could mean other than the first four letters of the alphabet. It stands for, I love this, it stands for American Born Confused Desi, right? Yep, that's right. (laughs) It's so funny. But that's that's actually a term, though. Yeah, so that's a term that uh, is referred to someone like me who was brought up in the U.S. but of South Asian descent or is a Desi. So my family is from India, and I was brought up in the U.S., so that's a term People call me ABCD. And what is the certain confusion? Just because, um, I don't know. I guess, I mean, my site is the ABCDs of cooking. So a lot of people, I think, don't know what ABCD is. So they're kind of like, oh, okay. You know, the ABCs of cooking. There's that confusion. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then it's like, if another ABCD reads it, they're like, oh, that's cool. Like, Mm -hmm. they get it kind of thing. And then, um, so I just have to kind of explain it sometimes. But So it's a cultural exploration um, through food, because in a lot of the recipes you're you're recreating these staples um, that your parents make and that your family makes. and Yeah, so it's kind yeah. of my own perspective on cooking. And, 
it's funny because ABCD is, I mean, some people could say that it sometimes has a negative connotation, but I kind of wanted to take that term and make it positive that mm-hmm. someone that's coming from my point of view actually can create something that's totally unique and actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the recipes on my site are based in, you know, traditional Indian cooking, but I kind of put my own spin on it using local uh, vegetables from my farm share or kind of inspiration from foods that I've grown up eating in the U.S. Cool. And you definitely do a really, like, inspiring job of it, I have to say. Thank you. Like, it, that, it looks <laughs> awesome. And I don't, I'm not aware of how, you know, authentic these things might be or may not, but I, get, I enjoy reading about it. And then I, you know, get the history a little bit in your blog posts. Yeah, it's been fun to do because I think I started out just kind of documenting my family Mm -hmm. recipes and it started to grow from there. But it's just been kind of awesome just to get to know more of my family members through Uh learning about the recipe. So I try and share stories about the recipe or who I got it from. Oh, that's cool. Do you like kind of ask them for ideas? Yeah, definitely. And I think that I mean, I just feel like using local ingredients, it's not novel to Indian cooking, really, because, I mean, I I go and visit maybe like every year because my parents live there for half the year. And every day we go to the market and then we cook. So that's kind of how we do things there. But what makes it unique, um, my perspective is that I'm using the um, the vegetables that are around me. Mm-hmm. So it's like garlic scapes or corn. Yeah. <laughs> like different things that you may not actually find in Indian cooking, but I'm just kind of applying those techniques right. to these ingredients. That's definitely a universal um, great thing about food. Yeah. So what are some ingredients that uh, you absolutely can't find that you kind of wish you, if, if there is any, that you could? Well, it's hard. I mean, in... Well, but you grew up here, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, it's funny because you can... So I grew up in New Jersey, and that's kind Represent. of... Represent. <laughs> Garden yeah, State. Totally. I mean, it's pretty. That's another similarity we have. <laughs> It gets a bad rap, but it's really pretty. (laughs) Sure, I guess. (laughs) So anyway, um, in New Jersey, I feel like there's a huge Indian population. So there's so many Indian stores there. So we would actually get a lot of traditional Indian um, vegetables and things like that when I was growing up. Like bitter gourd, which I actually hated when I was growing up, but now I really like it. I didn't know they ate that in India too. Yeah, and then Chinese cooking too. A lot of different squashes and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like one called mulangi, which is a long green squash that's kind of watery on the inside. Summery squash. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Do they also have like a sort of fuzzy surface squash? Uh. Not that no, I okay. <laughs> that must be unique to Chinese cooking. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so um, tell me about Blog Talk Radio. Is that oh, yeah. what it's called? Yep. Yeah. 
So uh, Blog Talk Radio. This is your day job, right? Yeah. So my day job is at an internet radio station, basically. And Blog Talk Radio is a platform. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't know about that. (laughs) What is that? Okay. So it's um, an online radio station and also a platform. And it allows anyone the ability to actually host their own live talk radio show um, just using a phone and a computer. Uh, so it's kind of, we have thousands of hosts. It's kind of like the YouTube of talk radio, basically. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. So where do I turn in? You uh, Just blogtalkradio.com? Yeah, blogtalkradio.com. Yep. Cool. So um, I must have been wearing the same sweater last time I saw Chitra, because in the pocket, I just discovered that I have this um, scribbled notes <laughs> that say, Dosa Lettuce Wrap, Kostambri... <laughs> Probably carrots, kohlrabi, lentils, gooseberry pickles, and other stuff that uh, me and Chitro were brainstorming a week or so ago for an upcoming dinner that we're going to be collaborating on. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, so um, basically it's on October 15th at Jimmy's number 43 in Manhattan. And it's going to be Chitra's amazing uh, vegetarian fall harvest South Indian dinner. Um, paired with ciders. Yeah, that's exciting. That's going to be a first. Cause that, never... I think that'll be a first. <laughs> the first ever Indian menu paired with ciders. Paired with Farnham Hill ciders. Yes. Um, this is to celebrate Cider, new, uh, Cider Week NY. And um, Farnham Hill is a wonderful cider um, brewery. Do you call it? I don't even... I guess they have their own orchard, and so they actually grow all the apples that they use in the ciders, Mm -hmm. and I was reading more up on them, and I think they're very um, meticulous about the process by which they produce the cider. It's very old school, I think. Nice. I know, and they taste wonderful, and they have so many different varieties. We're going to have a five-course menu with different pairings of each cider, and uh, these are hard, sparkling ciders that are very dry, and they're like, they're kind of like wine or beer, so it's going to be really delish. Yeah, and I'm excited to use Evolutionary Organics, too. Yeah, we're going to use their produce for this wonderful vegetarian dinner. Um, Evolutionary Organics is just such a great uh, farm. Um, in upstate New York in the Catskills region and they make so many different heirloom varieties that this will be really fun because we'll find all these different things that we can apply to the South Asian recipes that 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 I'm going to learn how to make thanks to Chitra. (laughs) That should be fun. Yeah, I was trying to think of kind of the analogous dish uh, mm-hmm. for what we would serve. So that's why each dish is kind of named a traditional South Indian dish, but mm-hmm. then kind of reimagined with whatever is local and what is seasonal right now. Right. So kosambri, that's like the salad one, right? Yeah. So that's kind of a, usually it's made with carrots, but I think we're going to be using kohlrabi, apples, yeah, maybe and some carrots. celery root, I don't know, something shaved up. Yeah. And usually sprouts go in it and okay. then... And um, coconut and fried spices like mustard seed, curry leaves, chili. So kind of like coat it all in a dressing. Yeah, nice. and lemon and cilantro. It's going to be good. Yum, yum. Okay, <laughs> and the main course is something I'm, 
I don't even, I can't really picture yet, but <laughs> it's called Vangiboth? Yeah, right. okay. it's called Vangiboth, and this is a South Indian dish that I don't think I've ever really seen in a restaurant. I it's, haven't, no. It's kind of like a home cooking dish, and usually it's made with rice, and it's curried with eggplant um, or cauliflower, some vegetable, so... Um, you actually came We're up with squash. this. Oh, yes. yeah. So uh-huh. you actually came up with this idea, which I'm excited about, is using a different grain Than instead rice, of yeah. rice. Yeah. So, so we'll I think we're going to do spelt berries. Um, I'm excited. I've never like cooked with spelt, so oh, it'll be fun. I think it'll. I think it'll add some nutty, hearty flavor. Yeah. And well, hopefully react in the same way I'm as sure. the rice. Yeah. Yeah. From Cayuga Organics, Upseed um, Grain Producer. Wonderful. Um, but is it kind of like a rice bowl, like a, like a Korean, like, I don't know, kimchi rice, like, yeah, I would say that it's kind of similar. It's basically like a curried rice, like a curried vegetable rice. Mm -hmm. And, um, usually you serve it with like a yogurt raita. Oh, so on top. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, um, it's pretty robust and hearty, too, on its own. Yeah, yeah. And I love that we can mix in all sorts of fall vegetables because, you know, like, it's it's a few weeks in advance, and Kira Kenny at Evolution Organics isn't really sure what she's going to have, but we'll make it work. Yeah, that should be fun. And I like kind of doing that, where it's basically just kind of working with whatever you have, Mm -hmm. because that kind of makes it more exciting. Now, (laughs) is this rice, or spelt, I guess, in this case, going to be, like, crispy on the bottom? Is it going to be, like, fried and tossed together, like fried rice? Mm, It's not crunchy, or it shouldn't be, unless you Uh overcooked it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just checking. Is it like a risotto then? Is it kind of saucy? It's not saucy. It's just kind of, I don't know how to explain. It's just kind of. Flavored? Um, yeah, it's really flavorful. It's like. Like a Spanish rice? Yeah, mm. I would say. Yeah. That's, Paella? Yes. Okay. I think that that's, it's kind of more in that realm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Do check out Jamie's number 43 to, to go to the dinner. It's, it's a limited one night only and, you know, first ever only <laughs> type of event. And it's only $45 for like all you can eat and all you can drink. So it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Five ciders, five course meal. Yeah. And the dessert. I'm really excited about the dessert. Yes. So... <laughs> Uh, Chitra told me about this carrot dish. What's it called again? Carrot halva. Halva. Yeah. And that's sort of shredded carrots, but with like cinnamon and spices. Like uh, cardamom, and you cook it in uh, with with some ghee and jaggery, which is an Indian cane Honey sugar. Thing? Okay. Yeah, it's really it's it's a really nice sweetness, and then uh, can we the use cardamom. local honey instead? Or no? Yeah, we could totally use. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a combination or something. We can definitely substitute. Yeah. Definitely. But it's kind of like a, a warm, carroty, yummy like spread. Yeah. So we're thinking of how to put it together in a more kind of familiar Western dessert. Or not really. We, we just kind of were thinking of how to round yeah. it out more, elaborate on it. And then we decided to do some like little cake on the bottom. Yeah. And then top it with uh, Chichar's homemade yogurt. Yeah. As a so. sort of frosting. <laughs> so it's kind of like an Indian carrot cake. It's like an Indian carrot cake. <laughs> But I think that was because you were trying to decide between this yogurt yeah. dessert, and then we we're like, let's combine them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's do both. <laughs> and I love that Chicha told me she's like, I can't think of yogurt as being a 
a sweet thing. Yeah. Like, because you usually eat it as a savory thing growing up. Yeah. Growing up, I never... And I can't imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I like it with fruit, but growing up, I had it spicy all the time. Spicy and and raita, yeah, Yeah. cucumbers, herbs. Totally. Yeah. And I even like to put, like, like, hot Indian pickle in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I've been known to put sriracha in it. Sriracha? <laughs> in your plain yogurt and mix it all in? Wow, I gotta try that sometime because I can't, I can't taste it. I have no idea. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> well, hey, there's a first time for everything. Just like this dinner yes. um, will be. Um, okay, so let's have a quick little musical interlude and uh, we'll get back to talking more about cooking with Chitra. Market, we believe in healthy snacking, eating our veggies, and supporting local. Check out Brad's Raw Chips, a local producer that created irresistible chips after their namesake's successful weight loss with a raw lifestyle. Their chips are gluten-free, nutrient-packed, and so good that you'll think you're indulging. For more information, visit bradsrawchips.com. Today's guest, Chitra, Chitra uh, Agrawal, um, blogger, food podcast host. I've been mispronouncing her name, I think, as Chitra, which yeah. is how it's spelled, but it's really pronounced Chitra. Yeah, it, almost like there's a TH in the middle. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> so, Chitra was just saying that um, on her show, Blog Talk Radio, um, Nicole uh, Taylor from Heritage Radio Network, uh, host of Hot Grease, was recently on, and uh, anyone can basically just call in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I do a show basically that's educational for hosts on our network. So I like to interview different uh, radio hosts, whether they're podcasters or on uh, terrestrial radio or marketers, because I'm giving advice on kind of how to produce and market their shows better. Mm. So. Uh, it's basically, and people can call in live with questions too that are listening in. What kind of, what's like the biggest uh, host you've ever had? I had Guy Kawasaki on actually oh, wow. a couple weeks ago, and that was pretty big, and we got a lot of listeners on that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was exciting. 
Was he inspiring? Interesting? Yeah, he talked about his new book on Google+. Mm -hmm. So he was telling our hosts how to kind of get started with Google+, and how to use it and stuff. I should learn that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still working it out. (laughs) I know. Very confused. Um, So anyway, um, excuse me. Uh, So... (laughs) So what are you what are you cooking soon for like you know now it's fall we've got all these ingredients like squashes mm-hmm. or winter squashes I should say yeah what are some ways that you're using that these ingredients in your so blog stuff in my CSA I've been getting a lot of pumpkin and things like that so actually this past week I made some masala pumpkin roasted pumpkin seeds. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and they came out really well, so I think I'll be sharing that recipe awesome. too. So it's yeah. masala spices sprinkled on top of yeah and salt ghee and, and clarified ghee. butter. Oh, okay, that's so you roast it with the ghee too. <laughs> yeah, so until they're crispy. Yeah, so I used a bunch of Indian spices and then just kind of roasted it up. And I actually hadn't roasted pumpkin seeds I think since I was really young. So when they started to snap in my oven, I started to get. Yeah, (laughs) it's a little scary. I think the key is making the temperature pretty low. Yeah, so then I just lowered the temperature, and that seemed to work out. (laughs) Everyone does that. At first, they're like, oh, yeah, that must be super easy. Let's roast some seeds. And then snap, crackle, burn. Yeah, basically. (laughs) But we figured it out. So, um, all right, let's just cut right to it. Uh, Chitra, what do you think is the ultimate date meal? Wow. Um, well, last night I actually had my boyfriend over for dinner and we had Indian tacos, which I think are kind of a great date night because you can both kind of get in there and, you know, make your own kind of toppings and stuff and then they all mesh together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And also you have a lot of leftovers too because Mm -hmm. you have so many different condiments and things like that so i love kind of doing that and you guys to get to work together in the kitchen too but what was in the indian tacos so i was actually inspired by lucas uh, Mm -hmm. vulgar and i made an indian veggie burger out of indian lentils and squash from my csa oh mushed in there and yeah cool and it was like with and i added in like feta and herbs and all and rice brown rice too Mm -hmm. And so we kind of made those and then just like crumple them into like corn tortillas uh, with, and I made a pickle also out of green beans, like an Indian pickle. Ooh. So we put that in with some yogurt and some, I had some, uh, what else did we put in there? Sauces maybe? We had some cheese too. Oh. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> All right. Uh, who are your cooking? Like, why aren't there more Indian celebrity chefs? I just thought of that question. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> well, you have the secret answer here. <laughs> well, let me tell you. No, um, I actually. Uh, I mean, there are chefs on on TV, like Indian chefs and cookbook authors and things like that. Um, but I do, I kind of agree with you. There's not a lot of visibility, Yeah, I think. I think. And I don't know why, why that is. I think that the popularity of Indian food is growing now. Yeah. And I think that's going to kind of affect how we're going to see more people, personalities and things like that, cooking it. And... 
I also think what's interesting is that there's so many different kinds of Indian foods. I find that really interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. And, for instance, like, my parents are from two different parts of India. Mm. And my dad's from North India, and my mom is from South India. And I find that a lot of cookbooks and things out there resources have a lot of North Indian cooking because yeah. that's what you that find where we in get restaurants. the tandoori and vindaloo totally that. yeah like non curry and things like that and so the I think my mom's cooking from South India is what I've kind of started to focus more on because I feel that not as many people know about that that absolutely cooking, I guess. But hopefully, I mean, as more and more people kind of start to document their family recipes or just kind of get more into it, uh, we'll see more more of that. But there's not any like culinary school that kind of <laughs> teaches it really in the U.S. too. Per se. Um, there was Geetika. Do you know Geetika Kana? Yeah, I took like yeah, one of her. I took, I took one. one of her classes and. One class that I, that blew me away was taught by Nalini Mehta. It was on Ayurvedic cooking. Ooh. That was one of the first cooking classes. I would totally take that. That was really inspiring. She actually moved to San Francisco, but she's continuing to, to teach, though. Cool. Yeah. That's really interesting. Maybe you should. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really... Ayurvedic cooking is something that definitely oh, interests well, that, me. Yeah, that's... That's inspiring. Yeah. Um, that's like Ayurvedic is a healing kind of philosophy. Yeah. That applies to food and all sorts of stuff. Like yoga, meditation yeah. is all part of Ayurveda. Um, and I do, I've started doing some cooking classes. So I do teach cooking classes and a lot of times I'll teach South Indian mm-hmm. cooking too. Nice. Just because I think a lot, a lot of vegetarians take my class also. And I think South Indian food kind of lends itself better wow. more to um, vegetarians mm-hmm. do you um where do you teach them or how do i buy tickets is it skillshare <laughs> i've done them on skillshare and i i've done them at decal market oh, so cool. joanne kim has been awesome about kind of letting me use her space outside so i'll do oh, outside fun. cooking classes there and then brooklyn brainery too which is in Carroll Gardens. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I really like that space, too. Yeah. And uh, I've done them in people's homes, too, also. Really? Yeah. Like, so a little private class? Yeah. One-on-one? Yeah. I did a fun one for um, this couple's anniversary party, and they invited me, and I basically taught their guests how to cook a meal, and then I was part of the anniversary <laughs> party, which was nice. <laughs> so so you were, that was happening at the same time, right, that, as the class? Yeah. That's a great way to throw a party, have a cooking instructor, like, do the... Yeah. Yeah. And then I could ta- talk to them about the dishes and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Very interesting. Were they vegetarian, or, like, were they just... No, actually, they weren't vegetarian, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the one thing I find, too, is that... I used to do a supper club that was Mexican Indian, mm-hmm. actually with a friend who is Mexican. Oh, cool! <laughs> and we all of our all of our menus were all vegetarian. And what I found was we had a lot of people that came that ate meat. And after a lot of them would say, "Oh, I didn't even notice," like notice. Yeah. And that's kind of cool because I feel like a lot of people have. Um, I think a mindset sometimes, especially if they eat meat, that, you know, they have to have meat in their meal. Mm -hmm. But I think that that is slowly kind of, uh, I guess that thought is slowly kind of diminishing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I hope that'll be the case at the upcoming cider paired fall harvest themed dinner. It is vegetarian. Yeah. But um, um, 
you know, why not? It's fall harvest season. There's so many great veggies to cook with. Exactly, yeah. And I think that it's great just also because I've been a vegetarian all my life, too. And so I think that going out to eat also, sometimes there's only a couple things on the menu. So Mm -hmm. I do get a lot of vegetarians reaching out to me when I've done events saying just thank you for, you know, having these events because a lot of times there's not a lot as much selection for a vegetarian. Yeah, I know. New York is pretty notorious for being a meaty town. Yeah. Like, so how do you, like, do you go out as much or do you find yourself cooking more often I than not? I do, well, especially during, like, farm share time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mainly at Which home. Which CSA are you in? <laughs> I'm in the, um, the Fort Green one. It's um, Green Hill. Green Hill? Or, yeah. Okay. Or is that the... I think that's the name of the food co-op in Fort oh, Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Green Hill Food Co-op. Whatever. Um, but do you know which farm? It's uh, it's upstate, and it, the pickup is at Habana. Okay. Outpost. Cool. Yeah. And I do... They have a lot of variety, too. It's mm-hmm. um, They have vegetable, fruit, egg, meat, cheese, yogurt. Mm-hmm. So I get eggs and vegetables and fruits and Great. heirloom tomatoes. Nice. Yeah. I mean, being part of the CSA is, like, all the more reason to, to have to cook. Yeah. So... Definitely. I'm looking forward to more recipes on your blog coming up soon. Yeah. The pumpkin seeds. What are you going to, what, what would you use that for aside from a snack? Um, I felt like you, we could have thrown them in the tacos last night and that oh, was an afterthought. That's a good idea. Crunchy, yeah. crunchy like chicaron like totally. type of thing instead <laughs> of cracklins, you know. Yeah. On top of like salads and things like mm. that. Yeah. That's true. That's a good idea. I can't wait for that recipe. Yeah. Anything more in the pipeline? Just um, as a last, you know plug um, to the ABCDs of cooking. Well, I'm going to be working on more cooking videos and things like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that should be fun. How do you do that? Do you prop up a camera? Well, I had friends that were doing it for me. They actually moved away recently, uh-huh. so I'm getting a new friend who is interested in kind of working together, so we're just going to shoot video and see how it goes. Way to go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and you've been writing the blog for now how long? Since 2009. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, keep it up. That looks like about all the time we have for today. But check out the ABCs of cooking. Check out her classes and come to our dinner at Jimmy's number 43, October 15th. It's going to be awesome. Hope to see you there. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.